Hi again, and welcome to This Expat Life. My name is Amanda Maxime, and I will be your host for today. And it is my mission to open up space for all facets of life abroad with this podcast. The good, the bad, and the ugly, we will talk about everything, always with a focus on your personal growth. And I do this by sharing relatable stories from my own experience of having lived abroad for over seven years, by sharing practical tips, and also by talking to other expats and experts. And the topic for today is more related to personal development than to expat life, but it's one that is just so fundamental no matter where you live and what you do. And it is about changing your thought process. Now, let me briefly tell you why I chose this topic. A couple of weeks ago, I was uh, hiking in the Azores. I was there on holidays and a thought came up in my head and that was, I want to hike the PCT. And the PCT stands for the Pacific Crest Trail. You've heard me speaking about the PCT before, a couple of episodes ago in the interview with Willem. By the way, I don't know what's wrong with my voice, but my throat is having a hard time recording this podcast episode. I hope you can hear through it. Um, Anyway, the PCT has been on my mind for forever, ever since I read the book Wild, long before it became a movie, I had these feelings like oh, I really want to hike the PCT I don't know why I'm not a hiker but it just feels like it is something for me anyway as I was hiking in the Azores I felt this urge again to hike the PCT and later I told a friend about this and I said oh I really want to hike the PCT and the reaction that they gave me wasn't so positive and supportive as I hoped I would get because when I shared my dream of hiking the PCT all I got back was like with your navigation skills, good luck. And I was like, oh wow, I would never say that if a friend shared a dream or a wish. I would never say that to another person. I would never say that to myself. And that also got me thinking because my mindset and my thoughts weren't always this positive and supportive. I had thoughts like my friend had as well. They were more negative, they weren't so supportive. In fact, they were very criticizing. And those were thoughts I had about myself, but they were also sometimes verbally expressed to the people around me. So when my friend shared her own thought about my dream, I was a little bit annoyed at first because I thought, why can't you just give me a positive affirmation and be supportive uh, and be kind and excited about my dream? Why do you have to be critical right away? But then I realized, oh wait, actually I also came from that place. I also didn't have positive thoughts all the time or supportive thoughts of others. And I had to go through a process of changing my mindset. So I recognized something in my friend that I had in the past myself as well and still have occasionally because we're not perfect. And as a coach, I now know the importance of mindset and how much it impacts your state of being and your life and your decisions. But most people aren't really aware of their thoughts, of their mindset, of their limiting beliefs. But that inner thought process is so important. The mistake that I see people make is often that they take their own thoughts for the truth. They don't actually question their own thoughts as much. Sure, if you need to do some work, you're doing some research and you know you question yourself, am I asking the right questions? Is this information valid, etc. But the real personal thoughts, the inner deep beliefs, we don't actually question them so much because we grew up with them and we took them as the truth. 
Some examples could be that you think it's vulgar to speak about money or that money is evil or rich people are evil because you grew up in a family that didn't speak about money or that grew up poor and that always um, had a lot of frustration towards rich people. Or maybe you have some deep beliefs that you can only achieve success by working so hard that you can't even think that you can also reach success with ease. Or another example, actually, from one of my coaches, she mentioned uh, in our conversation a couple times something about age, that when she was younger, she had all this freedom. And now that she's over 40, she, well, didn't have that freedom anymore. I'm simplifying it. But she actually wasn't aware of these thoughts, but she kept saying it. So when I made her aware of it, she was like, oh, damn, right. I do think that I lost that age that I can have all the freedom that I want. I really believe that now that I'm over 40, I need to have it all together. So I don't want to digress too much, but these are some thoughts that you can have that you're not really aware of, but actually determine what you do, what you say, what you think. However, when you're not aware of your thoughts, what happens is that you also then stay in your own limited truth. If you believe that money is bad, rich people are bad, and that you will never be able to get rich, then you will stay in your own limitation of not being rich. Or maybe you want to make a big career move. Let's say you are a diplomat now and you want to become a coach. But you have this deep belief about yourself that you're not good enough. Then your thoughts are going to give you all the excuses and all the reasons why you shouldn't make that leap. And I know it because I've been through it myself and I also had this deep inner belief about myself. But if you don't change this thought process, you will stay in that loop of negative thoughts or limiting thoughts. And then the consequence is probably that you're not going to make that career change that you've been dreaming of for so long. So if you have a bit of a negative mindset and you're not changing anything about it, you will always stay within your own limitations. And if you want to make a change in your life or you want to make a move, then you need to have a supportive mindset. I actually talked about it in one of the previous episodes about how I made my career change. And this aspect of changing my mindset was really crucial for me taking that leap. People around you are probably going to be criticizing enough already because most of them also deal with a negative mindset. So you need to be your own biggest supporter. And this is why it is so important to have a positive mindset. One that says, yes, you can. And just take a minute to imagine what it will be like to have this positive mindset. Maybe you've been dealing with an issue for a long time, uh, something that you cannot really solve. Perhaps you also want to make a big move. Then what are some of the usual negative thoughts that pop up into your head? Like, I can't, I'm not good enough, whatever. And now imagine what it's like to have that positive mindset. One that is so encouraging and one that is always cheering you on. And one that really makes you want to take that step. It is so much nicer. And let me illustrate that with the example of the PCT. So before, whenever, like a couple of years ago, when I thought of the PCT, you know, there's this initial exciting voice that says, oh, I want to do this. But then right away, there's a critical voice that says, oh, but you can't. Like, there's no way you can camp for months in the wilderness. And the PCT is a four to five month trail from the American border with Mexico to the border with Canada. So it is a big challenge. So when I was still in this more negative mindset, then the thoughts that came up right away were negative as well. 
and they were all pointing out why I couldn't do it. This is not for you. You could never do this for so long, etc. But then I would think again, but oh, but I want to do this. And then the inner voice would come back again and he would be like, be serious. You would never be able to achieve this. It's the wilderness. You're afraid of thunder. You wouldn't survive. You've never camped before, <laughs> which is true. When would you do it? You have too many other plans. You have a business. Like there's no way you can take out four months. This is simply not for you. And then I would be just like, yeah, okay, I guess you're right. And I would ignore the exciting voice and I would stall my dream of hiking the PCT. The inner critic basically won that battle and I kind of just gave up and surrendered to it. And the result is I stay within my own bubble and I don't chase my dreams. I actually had the same thought process when I was thinking about running a marathon. Now, I've been running since I was 18. I'm 35 now. I love running. But before I ever ran a marathon, I ran at most, I think, 21 kilometers, so half a marathon. But usually it was between 5 and 15. And sometimes the idea of running a marathon would pop up in my head. But then that inner critic came back again and said like, oh, but that's not for you. And I kind of just like accepted that. And I thought, yeah, that's not for me. I'm not a good runner. I would never be able to run 42 kilometers. I actually didn't even challenge the inner critic that much. And again, I just ignored the exciting voice. But the exciting voice kept coming back. And then I had an opportunity to run a marathon with um, a group and an influencer. And it was all sponsored by Maybelline and Nike. And the exciting voice told me, you should sign up for this. And then the inner critic voice came back and said like, again, no, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. But then I realized that this thing I will be signing up for is actually designed to help people run their first marathon and you do it with a group of newbies. So I ignored the inner critic and I just signed up for it. I got selected and then I just did it. I just ran a marathon and that gave me such a boost. It was real proof that I was able to do this, but more about that part later. So going back to the PCT, I realized that before I had all these negative thoughts telling me all the reasons why I couldn't and shouldn't do this. But I realized now during my hike in the Zoris that my thought process was much more supportive and empowering. So now when the idea of the PCT popped up, I had this exciting voice that said again, like, oh, I want to do this. And then the inner critic came back a little bit because he's still there. And he was like, oh, that's great. But wait, are you capable enough? And then the other part in me was like, yeah, I am. Because running two marathons actually taught me that all I need is preparations, skills, a plan and dedication. And I can achieve anything that I want. And my inner critic would still try again. He'd be like, oh, but you get lost. You never camped. You're afraid of thunder. But it was much milder than it was before. And instead of listening to that inner critical voice like I did before, this time I would just be more like, yeah, you're right, but these are all skills that I can learn. But then the inner critic would ask again, okay, that's cool, but wait, do you have time? You have a business. How can you take four months out? And again, the exciting voice would tell me, okay, you know, it's just four months. This is totally doable. I just need to plan and work ahead. I can prepare for this. And then my inner critic would be like, okay, I'm on board. What about summer 2024? So you see the difference with how it was before and how it is now. 
The inner critical voice is still there, but it's much, much milder and it doesn't have so much power over me anymore. And I actually do not let it determine my decisions or most of my decisions, I have to say. And this is a concrete example of how changing your thought process of changing your mindset can really help you to take different actions in life, which will help you live the life that you're dreaming of. And when my friend shared her initial response to my dream, I realized, ah, she's still in that more negative mindset. And so many of us are. I cannot stress this enough. And that's because we grow up in families that want the best for you, that may be struggling themselves. Um, we're all part of a society that has certain standards that we cannot always conform to. And then there are always other people who have an opinion about that, especially the Dutch, I have to say. I have a feeling like we have a more, our collective mindset is more negative than the one in the States, I think, or Latin America, perhaps. But whatever it is, we get all these influences from outside of us telling us why we shouldn't, we couldn't do certain things. And when we're young, we take that all in, we absorb it like a sponge and that to us becomes the truth. And it is like a blueprint for our mindset. Now, I've already given you some examples about money and not being good enough, but you can apply this really to anything. We create these deep inner beliefs about things that we repeatedly see or hear or impactful experiences that we went through. And these beliefs form the basis of our thoughts. And some very common beliefs are, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not smart enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not lovable. So if you have a belief around, I'm not strong enough, you might have thoughts like, I need other people for success or something like that. I actually struggled with, I'm not good enough myself and I will always be alone. And these really created some very persistent thoughts I had about myself, about others and the world that really also impacted my actions. Because what happens is that, okay, so your beliefs form your thoughts, then your thoughts lead to your feelings. If you feel like you're not strong enough, you probably also don't feel confident about something. Your feelings lead to your actions and your actions eventually determine your reality. And that reality then reinforces the deep belief you already had. So it's this cycle that you stay in. And that's why it's so important to change your mindset, to become aware, that's the first step, of what actually is going on inside that beautiful head of yours to then change those steps so you can achieve the thing that you dream of. But okay, how exactly do you change your mindset? Well, I have a few steps and tips for that. And the first step is to become aware, something that I already mentioned. And I actually have a great exercise for that, one that I often do with my one-to-one -one clients, but I also do it within Expert Life School. And it's been a game changer for everyone who, who has done it. And it's called the bus exercise. And this exercise comes from voice dialogue, this is a method within coaching. It doesn't really matter if you don't know what it is, but actually what you do is that you take your bus and you view that as a metaphor for your life. And then you're going to place all the passengers and the driver and the passengers and the driver stand for different parts of yourself because voice dialogue sees you as a collective of different parts. It's not just you, or in my case, Amanda, um, there are several parts to me. I, 
already mentioned this exciting voice that I have and this inner critic that I have. And these are two passengers I have on my bus. And by really identifying what parts you bring along and who exactly is driving that bus, you can start to see that the driver most of the times isn't the driver that is really going to serve you in the long term or for specific situations. So in the uh, PCT situation initially, I clearly have my inner critic driving the bus. Like he would be like, nope, we're not going there. And then the rest of the passengers would just be like, okay, we'll just not go to the PCT. But ever since I became aware of it, I actively chose different passengers to take place in the driver's seat. So now when I want to do something exciting or outside of my comfort zone, which is also a bit scary sometimes, I really... Well, it actually doesn't happen so consciously anymore because my mindset is already a lot better. But initially I would really think like, okay, you know, it's time for the adventurer to take uh, the wheel. So this is really a cool exercise. And honestly, I'm just briefly going through it. There's more to it, but it's a cool exercise to do if you want to get more acquainted with, you know, the different parts within you and the thoughts that they are having. And it actually helps with becoming aware of your thoughts in certain situations. And by the way, if you're interested in this exercise, it is part of Expat Life School and Expat Life School is starting again in October. And I will soon open an interest list that you can join to receive a really cool offer already in September to join. But more about that at the end of the episode as well. So awareness really is key. And this bus exercise is a great one to do to become more familiar with the different thoughts that you have. But you really need to train your awareness in the moment because we're so used to our thoughts already that we're not aware of them anymore. So when you're placed in a certain situation like, oh, I want to do the PCT or you get triggered by something because someone said something, it already starts to automatically trigger a certain thought response. Here are some examples. Maybe you see something on Instagram or LinkedIn of somebody doing something and saying it is possible for you too, but then you automatically think, no, this is not for me because I'm not good enough, because I have kids, because I'm not smart enough, whatever. Or maybe you have a certain fitness goal or you want to change your uh, habits. I'm also in the process of that. And let's say you want to exercise right away after waking up. And maybe you didn't have a good night of sleep. You wake up feeling so grudgy. And then the more practiced thought could be like, no, today is not a good day because I'm tired. So I won't go. Yeah, that's a thought I also actually have all the time. I'm still working on that one. And you need to actively consciously become aware of those like automatic thoughts because otherwise you can't change them. And that is step two to actively replace the negative thoughts with more positive or more empowering or kinder thoughts, whatever you need. So let's use the same examples again. If you see someone on social media saying this is possible for you too, you will probably still think, oh no, this isn't possible for me because blah, blah, blah. You pause yourself, you become aware of your thoughts and then you actively think, okay, yes, this is also possible for me. Or with the fitness goal, if you wake up tired, rather than thinking today's not a good day, so I can't do my exercise, you will think any day is good to work out. I will feel much better afterwards. 
And in the beginning, this part is going to be so awkward because these are thoughts that don't come natural to you because otherwise you will be thinking them already. So actively changing your thoughts may feel a bit like it's artificial and it's not going to work. I get that. But this is why step number three is so important. And that is practice, practice, practice. Because what happens in your brain? Your brain, well, as far as I understood, I'm not a neuroscientist, but your brain has certain neuropathways. So it's like a highway from one part to your brain to another. So it doesn't need to take the slow route every time and it can just go faster. So if you are sitting on the grass, you know you shouldn't be eating grass because you learned already like that's not healthy for you. Or if you walk into a certain room of your house, you already know that the light is on the right side. These are things you don't actively have to think about anymore. You just do it without thinking because that saves the brain a lot of energy. And I think, okay, I'm not really sure if this is true, but I heard that 95% of your choices of your daily actions actually comes from this part of your brain that doesn't need to think about it anymore. Again, I don't know if that's true, but for sure it's a large part of what you do during the day because if you were to actively think about all the things that you're doing, you will be exhausted after a few hours already. So these are like neural pathways that really uh, speed up the whole process. But the thing is, you also have neural pathways for your triggers, for your patterns, for your thoughts. So... The brain is actually already used to going a certain route. So if you have the trigger, you know, someone saying something on Instagram, then the thought process is automatic. And to change that process, to take a different route, you need to practice, 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 because you cannot create a new neural pathway or a highway right away. You need to do it regularly to create that new neural pathway for your new thoughts. So this is why practice is so important. You won't get there with thinking new thoughts three or four times. You need to actively remind yourself of it and do the work. So when I was in my own process of changing my mindset, because I was so caught in my own comfort zone, it really took a lot of inner work to have these more supportive thoughts. So also for me, you know, I am all the time on social media now talking in the microphone, in the camera, I don't mind. But the first time I did that, it was really scary because I wasn't used to showing myself because I had this deep inner belief that I wasn't good enough. So I actively needed to tell myself, you can do this. Uh, What's the worst that can happen? Um, Let's show your face on Instagram. People are waiting to hear from you, etc., etc. I kept thinking all these positive, empowering thoughts that actually allowed me to take the step. And eventually all these positive thoughts stayed and they created this new neural pathway. And now the positive mindset is there without putting the effort in anymore. Only occasionally... When I get really triggered or there's something really scary, I actively need to stop my own more negative thoughts and think the positive ones. But for most of it, it has become natural to me already. So practice, practice, practice. And the fourth step, and maybe you heard it already in between the lines, but that is taking action. It is so important to take action because what I always say is that imperfect action is better than perfect thoughts because you learn so much more from actually taking the step. Even if you fail a little bit or you make mistakes, you learn so much more from going out of your comfort zone than staying in it and perfecting it in your head, but never actually doing it. 
And the more bold moves you make, the more evidence you have to back up your new thoughts. So in my case, when I'm thinking about the PCT, I can actually say, oh, but you know, I ran two marathons before. And from that, I learned that all I need is a plan, dedication, skills, etc., And I can achieve anything that I want, even the things that I thought weren't really meant for me. So the more badass examples you have of things you did outside of your comfort zone, the more evidence you have for these amazing new thoughts. So this is really why I tell you to please take action, even if it feels scary, just do the things anyway, and it will help you to grow that more positive mindset. The more awesome things you've done, the more you can also connect all those things and apply whatever you learned in new areas of your life. Like running the marathon taught me a lot about running and about the physical stuff, but I also use it sometimes as evidence to back up some more mental things because I know like, oh, I have dedication, I have perseverance because that's what you need when you want to run 42 kilometers. And because I've done it in the physical part of my life, I know it will also help me mentally because the qualities I practice with running are transferable. I can use them for other parts of my life as well. So the more you do, the easier it becomes to change your mindset to something more positive. So just to summarize the process with the four steps that I suggest, number one, become aware of your thoughts in the moment. So whenever you're being triggered or there's a situation that you now want to change, really pause yourself and become aware of the thoughts that you're thinking. Then number two, change them with more positive ones or empowering or kinder, whatever you need even if it feels awkward. Number three, practice, practice, practice. Do it often to create that new neural pathway. And then number four, take action so you have evidence to back up those new thoughts and to have qualities that you can transfer to other parts of your life, which will also help you to develop a more positive mindset. I really hope that this process is going to be useful for you if you want to change your thought process. And I would also love to hear how you thought it. Once you've applied the four steps, you know, what did change for you? How did you start thinking? I would love to hear. And if you follow me for longer, you know that my digital door is always open. So please feel free to send me a DM on LinkedIn or Instagram or an email if you want to. Um, I would love to hear what you thought of this process. And if you want to continue working more on your mindset, then Expat Life School might be something for you. In Expat Life School, I help expats to create a thriving life abroad. Because most expats that I know have a good enough life, but they also know it can actually be better. There is room for improvement. And this is exactly what I help them with in Expat Life School. And we start with the basis. We start with your mindset because your mindset is important wherever you go. And not just for expats, it's for anyone. But if you start a new life abroad with a more negative mindset, it also becomes a lot harder down the line to actually create that life that you've been dreaming of. You need to work from the inside out. Your mindset is your fundament. So that's why we're starting with that in Expat Life School. And once the fundament is there, we can work on all those other parts like relationships, feeling at home, goals, dealing with loneliness and other difficult things. It is all part of Expat Life School. And we're starting again in October and the price will be 499 euros, but I'm going to have a unique, special and limited offer for those on the mailing list. 
So if you don't want to miss out on it, you can sign up with the link in the show notes and you will receive the offer in September. No strings attached and you will only get that email from me. So if Expert Live School sounds of interest in you, then get yourself on the mailing list so you won't miss out on this very special offer. I'm rounding up this episode now and I look forward to hanging out with you again in the next episode. See you then.